If you're happy and you know it, should you inform your face? If you're happy and you know it, should you be smiling? If you're in business, should you be smiling? Because one of the great reasons to be, or probably the only reason to be in business or to have a career, is because you absolutely love it. And there's a great Chinese proverb, this is my only Chinese, I just know a tiny bit. Uh, he who cannot smile should not open up shop. Could that be great advice? But would it be really easy to smile and be really ha uh, easy to be happy in your business because you love it? So there's a great place to start. How do you create wow experiences for your customers, your clients, your members? Could it be that you absolutely love your business and would that be easy? Woohoo! <laughs> The next one is really interesting because we talk about this interesting thing called the golden rule, which is do unto others as you would like to be done unto you. But there's a real challenge with that rule because what if you like to be treated a certain way, but your customers and clients want to be treated a different way? So I've got a bit of a spin on that golden rule. It's called the platinum rule, which is do unto others as they would like to be done unto them. And that makes customer service, looking after the people in your life that uh, do business with you, it gives it a whole different perspective because wouldn't you ask them, what makes you say wow? What are the things that I need to do uh, to make sure that you stay my long-term loyal customer client member? Uh, and what do I need to stop doing or what do I should I never do to make sure that whatever it is that, that makes you say wow happens in this our interaction and I don't do anything that would stop you from saying wow. And how would you know that if you didn't ask? And a lot of businesses, and because I've been involved in a lot of businesses and I've been involved in setting up a lot of customer service systems, uh, could one of the challenges be, and I have observed this personally, that we've got this system and this is how we look after our customers. But every customer is different and every customer has a different way that they want to be treated. So would it be a really good way uh, or a really good system to have that the only system you have is to ask your customers what they like and the way they, that, the way they want to be treated? And it's interesting because I've just come off a really, and I'm gonna share, this is fairly dramatic, but this would be one of the worst customer service experiences that I've ever had. And in fact, I'll go a step further and say that I have never been treated so disrespectfully and so poorly. Uh, and it happened in a business in, in New Zealand. I, would, of course, would never share with anybody who that business was, except the business that treated me that way. And what was interesting is I, of course, uh, chatted to the manager about the poor customer service experience. The manager was horrible. I can't, I can't think of any other word. In fact, the manager was, uh, I walked, walked away from that experience feeling like I was talked to like I was a child. I was accused of being a liar and I was told that I was stupid. So that's kind of the worst experience that you could possibly have in customer service. So what do you do about that? Uh, and this is a really interesting thing that perhaps if you apply to your customer experiences, that would work better in your business. So the first question is, if that was your business, would you want to know about it? And the answer is not all, not always. There are lots of businesses that are not interested in customer feedback. They're not interested in their, their team being better at what they do. They just run a business. They provide a product or service. You buy that product or service, and if you don't like it, bad luck. 
So a great thing to start with, because I'm going to ask first the questions about your customer service experiences. If you have a really good one, do you share that with the world, with the World Wide Web? Do you put uh, posts on on Google, on Facebook, uh, TripAdvisor, all the different platforms where you can tell people how good this business is? And the reason I ask that question, if you're in business, wouldn't you love it if people did that for you? Even if you work in somebody else's business, wouldn't you love it if every time you create a wow experience for a customer or a client or a member that they went to TripAdvisor or to Google or to a Facebook uh, uh, post and said, I had this great experience at this takeaway food store or the cafe or the service station or the supermarket or the, the I bought some curtains or I bought a car. Wouldn't it be nice if people spent, invested more time into saying thank you for great service? And wouldn't that be great to share that with the world? So in in your experience, what do you do when you get great customer service? Do you tell everybody how great it was? And if you're in business or if you work for somebody else, wouldn't it be nice if people did that for you? So there's that reciprocation. How can you expect people to do beautiful things for you if you don't put beautiful things out into the world? So that's one of the things that for me, uh, I'm constantly, and I always have a joke about this and I share this often, I've actually got into trouble twice, once with TripAdvisor and once with Google. And when I say trouble, I wasn't, I wasn't naughty. Uh, but I got literally got telephone calls from both of those companies to say, we're not sure that what you're posting is for real because everything that you post is positive. You always say lovely things, nice things, you compliment and you praise. And of course, my answer to that is, if I have a great customer service experience, I'm going to tell the world about it because I want other people to get that same wow experience. If I get a terrible customer service experience, I'm not going to tell you who that, I'm going to tell the world who that business is. I'm not going to complain about that business to anybody else except the people that can fix it. And that's the interesting thing about getting bad customer service and where I always watch how their system works. I always check on the system to see what I can learn from other people's customer service systems. And there's a great question to ask. Even if, uh, and we all make mistakes, we all screw up. Uh, We all make people feel bad even if we don't mean it. There's always something terrible that happens in business that we either did by accident or I hope not on purpose. But is it possible that if you screw up, that the way you fix the screw up can be the wow experience? Now, I get that there's a lot of people that whinge, moan and complain because they hope to get something for free or they hope to get an upgrade in a hotel room or they just love to whinge, moan and complain. Uh, And I, I get that that's also part of business. But wouldn't it be nice if if you have a challenge that you go to the person who can fix it? And if you own the business, wouldn't it be nice that people came to you to fix it rather than tell the World Wide Web to tell Facebook, TripAdvisor, Google that you screwed up? And then if you did screw up and somebody comes to you and shares with you, hey, I had this terrible experience in your business, uh, how are you going to fix it? So there comes again that golden rule versus the platinum rule. You might have a customer service system for the way we handle customer complaints. This is what we say or this is what we do. But is it possible that every customer or client is different and the way you put your system together might not create a wow experience for everybody? So I've got the golden question. Are you ready? (laughs) Wouldn't it be really nice if somebody said to you, you're obviously upset or we've obviously screwed up or we've made a mistake how can we fix it for you? 
And to me, that's the ultimate, ultimate customer service question, the ultimate care question. Because I'm not telling you how I'm going to fix it because it might not suit you. I'm asking you, please, can you share with me how we can fix this for you? How can we make it better? If you're in my position, what would you do? Now, one of the interesting things that happened to me yesterday when I asked that question of the manager of the store, and just as an interesting side note, that particular person lied to me. They actually weren't the manager. Because when I said, are you the manager of this store? Is this your business? And she said, yes, I am. And she actually wasn't. So we've got some lying and some lack of integrity and some real challenges there already. But I did say that. I said, look, if you were in my position, what would you do? How would you, how would you want it to be fixed? Now, I was the customer. I wasn't the business owner. And uh, this is the way that you don't handle this, the answer to this question. She said to me, I wouldn't have been so stupid to buy that product. Now, there's a whole back-end story to that, of course. But can you hear what happened there? She was rude to me. She downgraded and was disrespectful to her own store and to the product that I purchased in the store. And I felt like she was talking to me like I was a child. I've never had such a bad uh, interaction with a human being before. It was really ugly. And I'm sharing it with you because I learned from every experience. And I walked away from that experience constantly. My brain's been going now for 24 hours. How can I make sure that what happened yesterday doesn't happen to other people? Because I'm a pretty tough person and I was in shock. This was such a terrible uh, interaction with the human being that when I walked out of the store, my heart rate was about 200 beats per minute and I was shaking and just couldn't believe that this that somebody had treated another human being so badly. So I'm sharing that with you because uh, there are some beautiful ways to handle uh, customers and that wasn't one of them. And what I will share with you, of course, is that I'm a pretty cool customer. Uh, I'm friendly, I'm kind. Uh, I am very respectful and I always ask nicely. And I had bought a product that was faulty. It didn't work when I took it home and when I took it back there was a really horrible interaction about why I would not, how did it go? I'm not obligated to give you a refund for that product. And I said beautifully, I know that you're not obligated to give me a refund. I just think it would be the right thing to do. What do you think? And then, became, then it became a tirade. So would it be nice that if somebody comes to you and you are the business owner or you work in the business to have the skills to be able to handle any situation? Now, I'm easy to handle because I'm friendly and lovely, but there I've seen it, and of course you have too, yeah, where people go into a store or they scream at an airline person or a hotel person or the person at the supermarket and they're screaming and making a really big scene. How do you handle those situations? And this is the, and it's just beautiful. Breathe, relax, quiet, speak slowly. How would you like me to fix this for you? How would you like me to handle it for you? What do I need to do to make you feel better? Now, the interesting thing here is that most people, once they get really angry and they share with you why they're so angry and they get, and ah, then usually what happens is everything is okay. And I'm not saying that happens all the time, but obviously that's a really good pre-frame perhaps to that question, how would you like me to fix it for you, is you're obviously very upset. What happened? Talk to me. What happened? Why are you angry? Why are you upset? Why have we hurt you? How have we screwed up? And just let the person talk and talk and talk. The only communication skill there is actively listen. So 
eye contact, open body language. If you stand here like this, it's gonna be seriously challenging. If you stand with your hands on your hips, which is what I had yesterday, very serious body language challenges there. So it's open body language, maintain eye contact, actively listen, so nod, and you don't have to agree, but nod that you've heard. Once the person has finished talking, obviously you wanna paraphrase back so they know that you listened. So something as simple as, so Rowie, share with me, uh, is this what happened? Uh, you came into the store, you purchased this product, this happened, have I got all of the details right? Now, I will either say, yes, that's right, or I'll say, no, that's not exactly what happened. I need to reiterate some of these things or you didn't quite understand what I said. So that gives the person the opportunity to talk again. No, that's not what happened. You haven't got it right. Please let me keep talking and let the person keep talking. Please let them keep talking. So what happened? Tell me exactly what happened specifically. What did we do to screw up? How did we make you, you're obviously upset. Why did we do this to you? Because we don't want to do it again. So please tell us what we did. Then very quietly and very beautifully, thank you for sharing. Thank you for coming to us and, and sharing this challenge with us. I'm so sorry this has happened. How can we fix it for you? What do we need to do to fix it? And what's beautiful about that situation is seriously, because I've been in customer service for such a long time and I've been managing, I managed health clubs for 23 years in multiple countries. And this worked in every single language because once a person gets angry and their stress has died down, remember that's an, it's a, it's a, a response to the hormonal system because when people are angry and stressed, they have epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol they want to fight <laughs> some people will flight and this is why it's so important that people share with you their challenge because if they run away angry then they go and uh, get really angry on social media and they tell all their friends and they get bitter and twisted about your company forever so it's really nice when people turn and fight because it means they'll actually get over it really quickly because that response is quite fast and once people have, have fought, because they feel like they've fought, I'll tell you, I'll get angry with you and I'll tell you everything that happened. And you've seen people do that. I've had people come to my health clubs and I'll give you the worst case, this is the worst that's ever happened to me as a, as a business manager. A woman came to a front desk of one of my health clubs in Brisbane, Australia, and there was people going up to a morning class. There was probably 40, 50 people. There was 40 or 50 people coming down from the morning class because there was two classes in the morning. The gym was full of people. Everything was busy. And this woman came out of the bathroom and she had a tissue in her hand. And inside the tissue was a big pile of pubic hair. And she threw it on the front desk when there was 100 or more people watching. And she said, this is disgusting. And of course it was disgusting. She had found this pubic hair in the shower when she'd gone as a clean woman to have a, a, a supposedly a clean shower. Now, one of the big lessons I learned from that is yes, I had professional cleaners who used to clean the health club, but I learned from that day forward that as the manager of a health club, you never rely on anybody else to do the cleaning or to check the cleaning, you have to do it yourself because that was a really horrible experience. Uh, and she screamed and she yelled and she made a really big noise. And I just let it go because I needed for everybody to see how I handled that situation, which was, please tell me more. Tell me what happened. What, how, I'm so sorry we've made you feel this way, but please talk to me. And she took me through the whole experience as she got her clothes off and she wanted to have a shower and she had to get to work and now how filthy it was and how disgusting she felt and the whole bit. 
And then I said, thank you so much for sharing that with me because you could have just left and been angry. So I really appreciate that you've come to the front desk and shared this with me. What do I need to do to fix it? I'm obviously going to change the cleaning company and I'm going to now personally clean the toilets. But what do you need, what do you need me to do? And she just laughed. She said, bloody nothing, thanks for listening. <laughs> just appreciated the fact that somebody had taken the time to listen to her challenge. And usually that will fix everything. For the very small percentage of people where the fight endocrine system, hormonal systems tapped in and, and the dopamine doesn't tap in, which is I feel better now because I've shared my challenge with you, so I feel rewarded that you've listened and everything calms down. Uh, there's a small percentage of people who, when you say, how can I fix that for you? They won't say, oh, I'm good now. I just needed to, needed to vent. They will say, I need you to do this. And this is complicated because if you're not the manager, if you're not the owner and you're not the boss and you can't fix it the way they want it to be fixed, then you can't say I'll fix that for you because you actually can't do that. But what is also very interesting is that most people are not unreasonable. So most people will say to you, this is how you can fix it for me. And you'll say, that's easy. Of course, I'm going to do that. I'm going to give you a refund, which is one of the things I said to this woman yesterday. Uh, I've, and I actually had a big pile of other things I wanted to purchase from the store. And I said, uh, I'm, I just, I'm, I said to her, I'm in shock. I actually can't believe this. I want to purchase these things this is a faulty product, which is worth about one-tenth of what I want to purchase today. Uh, do, you, do you want to lose me as a customer over this tiny thing? And that's when she said to me, I'm not obligated to give you a refund. And of course, there are businesses that are not obligated to give refunds. It's part of their policy, which is one of my least favorite words when it comes to customer service. Have you ever heard that? It's not company policy. And that's where a lot of people will get angry. If you say to them, we don't do that because it's not company policy, then they're going to get even more angry. I will warn you. <laughs> I've been doing this a really long time. So it's, how can I fix this for you? Most people are very reasonable. So, and that's what I said yesterday. Look, I would just like a refund on this faulty product. Then I'm going to purchase this big pile of products and we're going to have a great relationship. It didn't work out that way. Uh, so be very comfortable with the fact that most humans don't want confrontation. If they've taken the time to confront you, be really thankful for it because it means they're, they're fighting you rather than flighting, running away, being all bitter and twisted. And then ask them, how can I fix it for you? Most people, it's, I don't need it to be fixed. It's all good now. Other people will give you a solution. It'll be, I need a refund or I want to bring my friend or I want, I want a different product or and it'll be easy to fix. It'll be really easy. And you'll say, of course I can do that for you. Open body language, big happy smiley face. Of course we can do that for you. Thank you so much again for sharing your challenge with us. Thank you for coming to me with the challenge and I'm gonna fix it straight away. So step one, doesn't need fixing, just the person just wanted to vent. Step two, you can fix it. Easy, done, sorted, thank you very much. I would just add to that though, that when the person leaves, if it's a gorgeous business because you've got their details, and I would never understand why you don't have somebody's details, uh, which is again something that I shared with the, this woman yesterday, is you have a full file on me. I've got a VIP card here. You know what I've purchased from this store. You just have to look it up. And if you have a health club, if you've got a, a furniture store, if you've got a cafe, and I would say, 
Even if you've got a petrol station or a supermarket, I don't know why supermarkets don't have databases. A lot of them do now because they have loyalty cards. So they know what you purchase, they know your address, they know your telephone number, they know everything about you. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting world we live in to be able to fix things really quickly and really easily. So when somebody uh, doesn't need something fixed, send them a thank you anyway, a card, a gift, uh, and I wouldn't send email or text message. Literally go to the, the hassle, as some people call it, of writing a thank you card and putting it in the post. And if you haven't got their snail mail address, please send them a beautiful email or a lovely text message and say, thank you for coming to me today and sharing your challenge. I really appreciate it because you took the time to do that. And this is the really interesting thing. Confrontation is uncomfortable for most people uh, and it's a waste of time. I've invested because I have a because I take every experience that I have in my life and turn it into a learning experience for me and a learning experience for you because I, I would love for all of us to learn from every experience and this is why I have an international fitness business college because business skills we need to keep learning every single day uh, so I'm I'm happy with that experience but a lot of people just well that's just a bad experience forget about it learn from it and thank the person for giving you that experience and send them a personal thank you. And most people don't bother to do that. But the, the big thing here is that all takes time and you need to thank people for investing the time. And it is an investment of their time because it takes time to write a complaint email. It takes time and energy and, and often fear to confront somebody with a, with a challenge. So if somebody takes the time to come to you and even if they're filthy angry, and I always use this quote, uh, all feed forward is a special gift regardless of how it's wrapped. And even if somebody throws at you in anger and swear words and aggression, the fact that they took the time to come to you, and I will share again, if they're screaming at you, it's better because they're in fight mode rather than flight mode. So thank people for that. If you fixed it straight away, still send a thank you. Uh, we fixed it, we've given you a refund or we've your friend can come for free or we're going to give you an extra two months on your membership or whatever whatever way you fixed it that they wanted you to fix it but still send them a thank you to say I really appreciate the fact that you took the time to bring your challenge to me the third one that happens you is that you can't fix it and it might be that company policy doesn't allow you to fix it which is one of the reasons why it's so cool when you've got your own business because you can fix it because it's your business but sometimes people will say to you, I need you to do this and you're not in the position to be able to do that or it's completely unreasonable. So what do you do now? Again, cool, calm, big breath. I would like to create a win-win situation for us. What you've asked me to do is something that I can't do, I'm unable to do, but I don't want you to walk away angry and I don't want to let you walk away feeling that we haven't come to a solution or a win-win situation. So if I fix this for you, it will be a win for you, but unfortunately, that's not something that I can do. Now, it might be because you work in the company or it might be that you just can't, that's not something you can do. Somebody says to you, I need a million dollars in compensation, and I'll just use the extreme example. Uh, that might be something that you say, look, this is not something that I can do. But what would, if we could come to a solution, if there was a win-win, what would that be? What would that look like for you? Again, calm and cool and respectful. There's a really big word there, respect. If you treat people respectfully, which is going back to that first, do unto others as you would like done unto you, I believe is disrespectful because I'm expecting you to want to be treated the same way as me. 
If I use the platinum rule, which is do unto others as they would like done unto them, then I'm looking for a solution that will make them happy. So if you can't fix it and the ultimate outcome is the person's angry, they want you to do something, it's completely unreasonable and you can't fix it, you still have to apologize. I'm so very sorry that this happened to you. Unfortunately, I can't fix what's happened. And I'll use the example again from yesterday. If this woman was in the situation where the company policy was no refunds and she said to me in a quiet, calm voice, Rowie, I'm really sorry. I would love, as the manager of the store, I would love to be able to give you a refund for this product, but I can't do that. It's not something that the company allows me to do, but I would really like to fix it in some other way. So what can I do? And even if it's just to buy you a cup of coffee to say, I'm really sorry this has happened. I don't want our relationship to break down because of something that's in company policy. That would have been a whole different story. But it wasn't. It was yelling and screaming in a woman who was very angry. Now, I don't get angry with anybody. So it was a really interesting experience to have somebody angry with me when I was the person that needed something sorted, which again, I'm using as an example. Don't treat people that way. It's not appropriate. So how do I fix every situation? Respect, kindness, grace, and style. Respect, kindness, grace, and have your own style. But if you put those into practice, those simple things, maybe that will be very helpful for you, which is very, very, and I'll just wrap it up in a beautiful circle. I'm very sorry that you feel this way. We have screwed up. Please tell me what happened so we don't do it again. Let the person talk, keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. Don't interrupt. When you think they've stopped talking, is there anything else so that they can think about something else? And, and oh, yeah, as a matter of fact, and they will, they'll keep going. And then when they're finished, you say, thank you so much for sharing. What do I need to do to fix this? And there'll be three, three options here. One is nothing, I just needed to vent. Two will be, please fix it and you can fix it, but please thank them again personally at a later date. The third one you might not be able to fix, but find a way to keep the relationship. Even if you can't fix the problem, keep the relationship. Because, and I'll use some examples, in a supermarket, for, for instance, one of my, in fact, the bridesman when K-Man and I got married was a client of mine uh, who ended up being the customer service manager for Woolworths Australia. And we had lots of great conversations about how they handle customer complaints because it was his job. He wrote a song, because he's a musician as well, he wrote a song called I Care Attitude. And the song was not for the general public. It was for the team players at Woolworths Australia, super, supermarkets and Big W and, and the, um, the liquor stores that they have, uh, to teach the, the, uh, the, the team players at Woolies to have an eye care attitude. He was one of the people that bought in when you go to the supermarket that the checkout person always says to you, how are you today? And when you leave, they have to say, have a nice day. Uh, he put that in because it's good manners. And he, I'll just give you a couple of examples. He shared with me that uh, one of the company policies of Woolworths uh, was if somebody brings back a product, even if it's completely used. So he used the example, a, a lovely old gentleman in Brisbane bought back a jam jar and it was empty. He'd eaten all the jam. And he said to the person at the checkout, this was terrible jam. I hated it and I want a refund on my jam. And Tim said to me, we gave this, of course we gave him a refund because the supermarket business is very competitive 
and people buy groceries every day. And if that man gets angry over a jam worth two or three dollars, and then he goes to a different supermarket, over a lifetime that can be worth hundreds and thousands of dollars. So of course we gave him a refund on the empty jam jar. Another example was dead pot plants. He said people bring their pot plants back because they killed them. And I don't want this plant anymore, it's dead. Now, obviously Woolies didn't kill the plant, but they always give the person a refund because they understand that that one plant, that $5, $10, even $50, compared to a lifetime of groceries is nothing. And what we want to do is keep the relationship. The money is, 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 for a lot of people, it's not even about the money. And that's the interesting thing that happened to me yesterday. I just dropped that thing that doesn't work and I left it there and I don't want to see it ever again and I don't want my money back. Yeah, I just don't want anything to do with it anymore because it wasn't about the money, it was about the disrespect. So there are some companies in the world who do this beautifully and obviously my conversation with, now I can't promise you that that's what Woolies still does because that was quite a while ago, came in and I've been married for over 25 years So, and he was our bridesman at our wedding. Another interesting book to read and one that I've learnt from in a company that I've learnt from is called The Nordstrom, well it's a, a department chain in America. Uh, the book's called The Nordstrom Way, and again, I can't promise that when you go to Nordstrom in America that you're going to get treated this way, but it's worth a read of the book because I've applied that to every business I've ever worked in, whether I've consulted to it or it's been my business because I'm an entrepreneur or I've helped other people's businesses grow. And that, that book, The Nordstrom Way, is all about most unusual things. For example, they gave a refund to a gentleman on car tires, and they don't even sell car tires. But they knew that that man, for a lifetime, if they if they didn't look after him in this situation, then that would cause them some serious challenges in the future. So they gave him a refund on something they didn't even sell, which again, is, uh, that, that reminded me yesterday because the first thing this woman accused me of yesterday is not buying that product in that store. Uh, and that happened at Nordstrom with a gentleman who said, I bought these car tires here and they're flat or they're busted or whatever. And Nordstrom said, of course, so we're going to give you a refund. That's just one of those cool stories in that book. Uh, there's stories of people who bought a suit or a, or a dress at another store, bought it back to Nordstrom and said, this doesn't fit me or I need to change it. And they've exchanged it or they've had it tailored to fit the person because they understand the importance of customer relations. Well, I'll go a step further and say I think that customer service isn't about money. It's about the kind of person that you are. Do you need to walk away from every situation, every conversation, every contact that you have with another human being and be proud of who you are? Now, that might not be important to you, but to me, that's really important. I want to be able to walk away from every contact that I have with every person and be able to say I'm proud of who I am. I handle that with grace, with respect, with grace and with style. So whatever you decide to do in your customer service system, whatever you decide to do with your company policy, uh, would it be a beautiful idea to treat everybody the way they want to be treated rather than treat people the way you want to be treated? Let's think about perhaps the platinum rule rather than the selfish golden rule. And wouldn't it be nice if everybody walked away from you saying, wow, I feel good. Na 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 na. I knew that I would now. I feel good. Woohoo!